You're listening to the Calm and Cozy Podcast. Practical advice for insomniacs, bedtime thinkers, and people who could use more rest and less craziness. This is episode 18. I'm Beth Wyatt, your insomnia and stress management coach. I'm also an artist, avid crocheter, expert napper, and always available to sample your homemade pickles, because that's how much our friendship means to me. This episode is sponsored by Solace Blankets. Weighted blankets are proven to reduce stress, anxiety, and insomnia through the power of deep pressure stimulation. I have one that I use when I'm working on my laptop, watching movies, or reading before bed, and I love it. Solace weighted blankets are temperature regulated, machine washable, and tailored to fit you. Shipping is free within Canada and the United States, and my tribe has access to an exclusive affiliate coupon code. Save 15% by entering the code SLEEPCOACH15. Go to solaceblankets.com. That's S-O-L-A-C-E blankets.com. Today's episode is about the vital connection between gut health and sleep. And I recently had the pleasure of speaking with digestion guru and certified nutritional practitioner, Heather Woodruff, about this important topic. Let's dive right in. So Heather, welcome to the Common Cozy Podcast. Please give us a two-minute introduction into the life of Heather Woodruff and the work that you're doing. What I do is that I support women to become wild and IBS-free, which is irritable bowel syndrome-free, through deep digestive healing, meaning that I work with women who have chronic tummy troubles, and this has been an ongoing issue for them, and uh, we, we dive deep together and work at healing the gut from the inside out so that they can truly just start healing and stop just managing their symptoms so it's not something that's consuming their their day-to-day lives. So I work with women one-on-one with coaching through online programs. That That's kind of what I do. That sounds great. I know so many people who have digestive issues and IBS and it's like what we do is so different but our two niches go so well together that you can't really have one without the other. So... Heather's going to educate us on the connection between gut health and sleep. And I have to preface this by saying that although it's not a really sexy topic, you really can't have success without paying close attention to the other part of it. So what can you tell me about the gut health sleep connection? Yeah, it's definitely one that's there that a lot of people don't realize is there. Uh, and when I when I start asking my digestively compromised clients about you know their sleep and how that they they often kind of look at me a little funny at first. It's like <laughs> you're you know a certified nutritional practitioner. What the heck are you doing talking about my sleep? But it's so important in so many ways, and we have this the gut brain connection is so strong. Like it's been proven in so many studies, like it's beyond a reason of a doubt now that there is a strong gut brain connection. So as you said, we, we kind of have to work on both when it comes, when I'm working on digestive health and in terms of people, if they have like depression and anxiety and things like that, it's often, we can often turn to the gut and kind of see the correlation that happens there. So with how it, how it correlates to sleep is one of the biggest things that our 
gut produces when we're thinking about sleep and our mental well-being is serotonin. So 95% of our body's serotonin, which is our feel-good hormone, is produced in the gut. So this is one of the biggest links and where we can see some issues that happen that if our digestion is not working properly, then we can oftentimes see it in our brains that we're not getting enough Mm. serotonin. And serotonin is also the precursor to melatonin, just to Mm. get a little science nerdy on everyone. (laughs) So melatonin, which I'm sure you know, Beth, is our sleep hormone. Mm. Uh, Ideally, this is very high when we're in a really deep healing sleep. And so if our digestion isn't working, properly and our serotonin isn't there we're not creating enough serotonin to make melatonin that we can oftentimes see sleep issues arise from digestive imbalances that are that are going on so it uh, just kind of goes to show this incredible link between between the gut and our brain and our and our whole body to be perfectly honest so it's one of the one of the biggest reasons why I bring it up with my clients in terms of asking it to see if that's happened and the other big thing is that uh, sleep is so key for our healing and well-being we our body does so much work for us while we're sleeping uh, that's important to, to to consider that it's we do so our body does lots of healing and rebuilding like it's like kind of like housekeeping you know like you have your general maintenance of your house but like then you have that one day where you just like clean the heck out of it <laughs> off the bottom and it's awesome that's what our body does when we're sleeping it's like digging really really deep and uh going going and really tidying up and really cleaning up the body and doing lots of healing and re- rebuilding so if we never really get into that deep deep healing sleep it's really hard for our body to heal so i could be working so hard on diet and whatever and then if my client's not sleeping well or getting i usually say like at least seven hours uh is optimal you know, if they're not getting that, it's going to be so much tougher for us to heal their digestive tract and get them to a a place where they have a blissful belly, (laughs) as I like to call it. So (laughs) kind of that's some of the some of the really big links that can happen and how how sleep, sleep and digestion kind of go hand in hand and why they're important to consider both. Yeah, and I find the brain so fascinating. When you're working with a client who hasn't told you about their sleep, like someone who maybe you're working with them on their diet and sleep hasn't come up for them because they didn't really know it was an issue, are there any signs that are apparent to you that are like this could be a sleep issue? Oftentimes, um, people might not bring up their sleep, Mm -hmm. but they will bring up like depression and anxiety. And it's something that I, I think honestly, like the majority of my IBS clients, I'm trying to think if I even have a single one that ha- it hasn't been an issue of mm-hmm. some kind of mood um, imbalances to varying degrees. But 60 to 70 percent of those that suffer with IBS also suffer from depression, varying degrees of depression and anxiety. Mm-hmm. So that goes really hand in hand. So as soon as I hear that there, that is going on, which almost always happen, I ask about mm-hmm. sleep. Sometimes it's an issue and sometimes that's not the, the case, but it can be. But I definitely see that that anxiety and depression, it, it that often gets brought up by the client when I'm asking about, okay, you know, we're talking about your gut and, and a lot mm-hmm. of times people will just kind of stay there and keep talking about that. But I'm like, what else is going on? You know, what's, <laughs> what's going on with your skin? What's going on with your hormones? What's going on in your, your sleep? And all that really plays hand in hand in with there. And they'll be like, oh, I didn't realize that that's what we'd be talking about too. But yes, I... <laughs> 
have depression stuff. Yes, like I have trouble falling asleep at night and or, you know, really struggle with it or have, you know, full on insomnia with it. So mm. that's kind of more where I start getting triggered that we need to go there is when I hear kind of the more depression, anxiety or, or brain fog is another mm. one that kind of like we'll talk about often when it comes and goes hand in hand with, with gut things. It's funny when you said that a lot of people are surprised that you ask how their sleep is because it's kind of the same with me. I'm dealing with sleep and then bringing up what they're eating or what they're drinking and how's your belly, how's your diet? And it's like, well, wait a second, that wasn't that wasn't in the program. That's not the sleep program. What are we talking about food for? And it's funny that the two of them are so closely related, but so many people still have a hard time linking the two. So... What are some of the foods that people who have a lot of IBS or digestive upset should avoid eating closer to bedtime? Oftentimes when it comes to making sure our sleep stays on track and trying to calm our bellies down a little bit as much as possible, oftentimes, like especially in the evenings, like when, when somebody wants some, a, or a pre-bedtime snack or something like that, they're often reaching for something sweet. It's in the evening. Let's have some dessert. Let's have some right. chocolate. Let's have some cookies. Ice cream. Um, <laughs> totally <laughs> totally and it's really easy to do that I don't know mm. it's just kind of like comfort something sweet whereas it's so when, when it comes to our sleep and if we're if that's our focus to really keep that balanced and try to eliminate any sort of preventing any sort of it's important rather than going for the sweet things or even the heavy carbs you know mm. like our breads or anything like that but going more into a, like a high protein snack you could go a little sweet if you wanted to you could have some dark chocolate but throw some almond butter on there instead or uh, if dairy is something that resonates with you having a bit of yogurt or something like that's kind of my my daughter's bedtime snack is Mm -hmm. if she wants that I make you know sometimes she'll ask for some fruit and I'm like well no we're not gonna have fruit we're gonna have something high protein high Mm -hmm. fat and what the the reason for this is that it really helps to keep our blood sugar stable because oftentimes what can what can happen is that if if people are waking up in the middle of the night, especially if you wake up hungry, this happens mm. for some people that uh, it's it's oftentimes their blood sugar dropping. So they've not had like an awesomely balanced dinner or pre bedtime snack or whatever that looks like, and their blood sugar has dipped low, and it actually has woken them up in the middle of the night, okay. and they're hungry and whatnot. So looking at some high high protein snacks, you know, some trail mix, you know, some nuts and seeds. And uh, I love apples with sunflower seed butter is like one of my favorite mm-hmm. bedtime snacks to doing something more along those lines rather than going kind of the sweet way. And uh, I do like even even though we're talking about pre bedtime, looking at your meals through the day. And what they look, looked like, especially that dinner one. Uh, if anyone is like listening to me and being like, yes, I totally wake up hungry in the middle of the night all the time. Or, you know, if that's something that's that's common for them, then looking at your dinner, did you have a quality piece of protein? Did mm-hmm. you have uh, a good healthy fat with that? Did you have, you know, did you have lots of, veg- you know, fiber or whatever? And all of those things are going to keep keep the blood sugar balanced. Uh, sometimes I see, I'll see people and they're trying really hard to be healthy and they're like, oh, well, I had some, you know, white rice and some vegetables for dinner or whatever. I'm like, oh, well, where's the protein? You know, like, <laughs> let's 
let's throw on some chicken or some fish or if that's not in your world at least some like lentils or something like that into that top it with some avocado drizzle it in some olive oil make sure that we're really balancing out that blood sugar to keep the blood sugar stable and nice through the night and so then you can wake up and, and feel fresh but that's kind of one of the a few of the bigger mistakes I see also with when it comes to like digestive health and IBS those sweeter treats like the refined sugar and things like that if we're having cookies and cake and <laughs> things like that that's super gas promoting so mm. if if that's something that's in your world where and, and you know it's it's very inflammatory to the gut and uh, causes a lot of upset that way. And I know lots of uh, my IBS clients sometimes even get waking up in the night from their digestive stuff happening. Mm -hmm. So it's something to um, just kind of keep that in mind that one of the first things that I look at transitioning out with my IBS clients is definitely more of the refined sugar and the refined carbs. And it's a way to help people feel better really quickly. People see results within like 24 hours of starting to take those things out of their diet. The refined sugar often feeds the unbeneficial bacteria within our gut, causing lots of gas and bloating and off-gassing to happen. So those are kind of some of the big key guys that I like to look at for when it comes to food and, and sleep and the tummy. Thank you. This is so helpful. I'm learning a lot as I'm listening to you. Great. I'm, I'm pretending that I'm interviewing you for the listeners, but really it's for me. Um, so probably it would depend what you're having for dinner, but they hopefully they take your advice and they have more of a balanced dinner. I know it can be hard because of different schedules in the house. Some people prefer to eat earlier. I'm an early person. As soon as I get home from whatever I've been doing, like six o'clock, I'm ready. I'm like, okay, what are we making? Let's get going. And I find actually Jake, my spouse, likes to, well, he usually has so many projects on the go that he doesn't get going until I start him into like, okay, what are we making for dinner? Otherwise he'd eat at 8.30. And I'm just not a late eater because I find going to bed with a full belly gives me a horrible sleep. So mm-hmm. you say giving it at least an hour or two hours or what would be a safe amount of time for me, especially to tell Jake I need two hours or whatever <laughs> before, to digest before I go to put bed. This podcast, put this podcast on replay for us. <laughs> right. Is there like a general timeline that you would say, try to have your dinner finished by this time so that you have enough time to digest so that you can focus on sleep instead of digestion? Totally. Yeah. And it is something that people don't realize because, um, you know, I just talked about how our body does so much healing and rebuilding Mm -hmm. when we're sleeping and it actually does lots of detoxifying and things Mm -hmm. like that. And uh, digestion actually takes the body a lot of effort, Mm -hmm. like a huge amount of resources go into digesting. So if we eat like right before bedtime and go to bed with this full belly, our body is going to be focused on digesting. It's Mm -hmm. not going to be doing a lot of healing and rebuilding and detoxifying and doing all the other gazillion things it does while you're sleeping in terms of general maintenance and getting your body like in a in a thriving place so I don't love doing the whole you know eat and go to bed thing I don't I know I don't sleep as well the times that it's happened as well for me and uh, I have always really followed and resonated more with the the Chinese medicine philosophy on it and their the recommendation in Chinese medicine is at least two hours before bed okay to not ideally not be yeah to be done dinner and then have a couple of hours before uh if you are someone that has blood sugars or something that is frequent for you and you need a small snack then having that small snack but that's kind of the general recommendation in terms of 
giving your body enough time to do the major digestive work <laughs> that it does. It's still going to be digesting. It takes your takes your body anywhere from, you know, 12 to 24 hours from, you mm. know, mouth to end to officially digest something. So there's always going to be something in there that's moving through and digesting. But the, the major part happens in the stomach when your body, when your stomach is really doing its blender action in there <laughs> and, like, getting that moving. So as, as long as we can kind of get that part over with and kind of moving on, then it's your body does a lot better in terms of sleep and it gives it energy to do other things, the other important things that it needs to do, <laughs> like dreaming. Right. <laughs> um, I was going to say, maybe I'll tell Jake three hours <laughs> because if I tell him two, then I usually like to be in bed by 10, eight o'clock is still a little late for me. So... <laughs> Yeah, I find I just can't like physically wait like to have like if I ha if I'm going somewhere where we're everyone's having dinner at like seven thirty eight, mm. I'm like okay, I need like a pre dinner, yeah. like, <laughs> some appies. I'll like make myself a little mini appy before we leave. First dinner, like, second dinner. Up. Totally, like I actually can't wait that long. <laughs> right. Body's on a very much a regimented schedule. I think right. I think I've trained it or something. I find too when I go to bed on a full stomach, I have really crazy dreams, and my body's obviously like mad at me. Or <laughs> it's like I should be working on this, but instead I'm working on this, so I'm going to take it out on you. Yeah, that's usually yeah. when I have my craziest dreams. So. Yeah, it's so weird, and I have no idea what that is, because I, I noticed the same thing, and I've had multiple people tell me that mm. as well, that they get crazy dreams on a full tummy, and it just might be, I don't know, conflict going on in the body that's right. doing it, but it's definitely, I don't I don't feel like I sleep soundly, and I've heard mm. from others, I'm like, no, I definitely don't get into that awesome, yay sleep, like, phase at all with a, with a full belly. Yeah, me too. So you have covered a lot of really great things. Is there anything else that you wanted to talk about that I haven't asked you? Mm, I think we've talked about a lot. Uh, <laughs> just like obviously highlighting the that gut-brain connection mm. and the fact that um, like there there is a, a, di a direct nerve that actually goes from the gut to our brains mm. called the vagus nerve. Again, to get a little science geeky on Do you. It. Uh, <laughs> But uh, it's they they used to believe that uh, this vagus nerve existed so that the brain could tell the digestion to work, mm -hmm. and then uh, they realized as time and uh, more science goes on that uh, it, it's actually meant as a way for the gut to communicate with the brain. Okay. So they got they go they actually go back and forth with it. So there's <laughs> neurotransmitters that are created in the gut and. It's this whole, you know, so so they're so connected, which why it was why it was one of the, one of the main reasons I was super excited to chat with you guys today mm -hmm. because I think a lot of people with with the depression and the anxiety, which can you know obviously go into sleep issues, that they may also be experiencing digestive upset at the same time and not put the two and two together. It's mm -hmm. just like they're two separate things, and you know I've. I got to go see my gastronologist and I'm going to listen to Beth on the Common Cozy <laughs> podcast and hopefully figure it all out when they're, they, they do go hand in hand. So it's mm. important to, to be diving into both and consider them as both like together. And, uh, and when, you know, digestive upset can, you know, it, it's like the chicken or the egg. We're not, you know, <laughs> oftentimes we may not figure out if you're, if, mental imbalances have caused digest digestive upset or digestive upset have caused, you mm. know, emotional imbalances. But regardless, you have to, you have to de definitely have to work on both. Right. Uh, 
which is why with a lot of, with my clients, we're doing mindful practices Mm -hmm. and we're doing self care practices at the same time. And while we're working on, you know, healing our beautiful bellies, we're working at, you know, calming our brains, you know, it's like the, the gut, the soul, the brain, the whole thing is so connected. Yeah. So it's something to just really, really remember and to hold and keep in mind as you're going through your healing journey, whether that's healing sleep, healing digestive or, or what that looks like. So it's yeah. such a holistic way of approaching it, right? It's the whole body and the mind and yeah, everything, not just one thing. It's yeah. been awesome. So there are obviously going to be people who want to connect with you after this. How can my listeners work with you and how can they connect with you on social media? Probably the best way to kind of check out what I do would be my website, which is heatherwoodruffnutrition.com. From there, you can access, I have a Facebook group, Mm -hmm. um, which is amazing. I have a (laughs) lovely tribe of women there that I love, as well as any of my social media accounts can be there. And you can also, if um, I do IBS SOS calls, (laughs) free 30 minutes. SOS calls for anyone with gut health issues. So if you want a free 30-minute call, that's how you can access that as well really easily and book in and chat with me if that's something you would like to do. That's awesome. I hope people take advantage of that. I want to make sure that they know how to spell your last name too. So for your website. So Heather is spelled the regular way. And Mm -hmm. then Woodruff, W-O-O-D-R-U-F-F. Yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you. (laughs) So thank you so much for for sharing with us today and it's been a pleasure having you on thanks so much for having me Beth. take care this has been calm and cozy your completely accessible and often poorly edited insomnia and bedtime anxiety podcast follow me on instagram and facebook at sleep coach beth for more sleepy goodness and check out my website at bethwyattcoaching.com Until next time, my insanely beautiful bedtime thinkers, sleep well and stay cozy. And to my mom, who listens to my podcast every night as she falls asleep, good night, mama.